You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and it's talking baseball, baby. A little DFS action, a little wagering, a little home run calling. That's what we do over here on On Deck, and we hope that you are downloading and using that Line Star app. It's the way to go for all things fantasy sports for DFS. Uh, really the best tools out there in the business, so make sure you're getting on that. And we want to remind everybody, Chris Meany and I are back for football already. The pre-snap first show was just out. We just did the AFC and NFC East, so go check that out at the pre-snap. Again, at Star app and everywhere you can get your podcast. So Chris Meany, Anthony night in baseball yet again. <clears throat> but you know what I'm very happy about? My boy Jose Altuve, despite missing all this time, is up to 21 home runs on the year. And I have a board bet with another writer from a site. And uh, he said that if Jose Altuve hits 24 home runs again this year, he, I said, I said we'll make a bet. And uh, I, get a, I get a Jose Altuve bobblehead for my collection. He has to ah, and I'm, nice. I'm getting real close. So yesterday I tweeted at him and I just wrote 21. well yeah he'd already have it if he didn't suffer i think a couple injuries i know he missed some time earlier in the season yeah he would have had it i know i see all the projections i'm on his fan fan graphs page right now and you know no shots at depth charts or or the bat or steamer but everybody had him projected for six or seven home runs which is strange to me because he had 13 last year and like you said the back-to-back 24 home run campaign so little puzzling that nobody gives him the respect that he deserves because he's uh, short yeah that's maybe, what it is maybe that's why is. but i'll tell you what little i'm a big fan of jose altuve and right what the Astros short guy's got to stick together meanie that's what happens me jose <laughs> altuve we got to stick together i'm not the tallest lad i'm not but i love that little man i love jose altuve he is my spirit animal when it comes to baseball man that guy's a beast so i'm very excited about it. so look i hope i didn't jinx myself but the guy was kind of rubbing my nose in it midway when he, when Altuve was hurt, how he was, you know, I was going to lose. And yeah. now, now, like after last night, 21, I'm like, imagine rubbing like, wow. your nose into that though. Like, it's not like you made a bad call. He's been hurt. It's not like the guy was in a yeah. slump for six weeks. It's well, but you know what? That is what it is. You know, you take, yeah, you take, guess, take your lumps. If a guy gets hurt, that's part of the other guy's equation of why he won't hit the 24 home runs. It's but true, uh, I suppose, yeah, it <clears throat> looks getting, uh, I'm going to make some space here on the shelf here. Hold on a second. I got to, yeah, it makes him, you know, dust off a little bit of the shelf. There we go. There's a nice spot for that Altuve bobblehead. And I don't want a crappy one either. I want a good one. Like the one where he's on the Game of Thrones throne. Kind of, <laughs> you know, Iron Throne Altuve. That's what I want. All right. Let's fly around yesterday before we get to uh, the next day. Uh, so, um, look, uh, Alex Wood got the loss. It was good to see Soto uh, over there in Washington bounce back after a little, getting a little banged up over the weekend. Then he bounced back with his 25th home run. So, uh, look, that was a a tight game there. But Wood pitched pretty well, all things considered. Ross was a little bit better. Uh, Over on uh, the Cubs-Phillies game, we had Castellanos with another home run. I told you it's a great move for him into that ballpark uh, and into that Cubs lineup, more importantly. So, very good things from him. Uh, Domingo Ramon was one of our favorite pitchers last night against the Orioles. He came away with a W. 16 wins on the year for Ramon. And, oh, guess who hit a home run again? Guess who? Oh, oh, is it Anthony Santander? It was. It was Anthony Santander yet again. Good call. 
I mean, come on, people. Let's go. Let's get on there. What is he like? Three one yesterday. Three two on Fanduel. Every day we talk about it. I know. Ugh, please. So you were right about the uh, Blue Jays. They didn't get a ton, but Randall Grichik struck again, and Lance Lynn got the loss. So you were very much about fading Lance Lynn yesterday. So good call by you. And then we kind of threw our hands up because we got to Cleveland and Boston. Now Sale. Pitched way better than Clevenger, so we got that one wrong. But neither got the W when all is said and done. Uh, but Framil Reyes did go yard, so that's a positive because Heating he's up. been ice cold since he yeah. came over. He's got a couple now. I think homers in back-to-back games now. Yeah, so that's good news for him. Glad to see him heating up, that's for sure. Uh, Boyd got the loss. I will take the heat on that one. I was very much into Matt Boyd. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, you know, I I was in on reason to think that they would get beat. So for sure, I was in on Boyd as well. But this is the one thing we've said about him all year: is he's got a high fly ball rate, (laughs) an extreme high fly ball rate, and that tends to get him. And it got him last night. I mean, well, Kyle Seager got him for sure. I mean, that's that's a big night from Kyle Seager, that's for sure. But you know what? He was not our favorite pitcher on this late because uh, there were some other guys too. It was good to see. um may by the way come away with this victory so what so kershaw last night um was supposed to pitch correct yeah they just put him back i think they i think honestly they're protecting him against the braves not protecting him i don't know if that's right but they said listen instead of having two starts this week you're going to start against miami and you're going to start sunday against atlanta i'm going to push you back you'll start today against miami and then you'll avoid Mm -hmm. atlanta this weekend i think they're just preparing themselves for what is likely going to happen as a series against atlanta it probably will. And I, I think that it's also, I think, doubly good because, you know, if you were paying attention yesterday that May got that opportunity because I think you want to throw May some cushier matchups. And I yes. think you want to build his confidence a little bit. And this was a very good one for him. Uh, the Mets and Zach Wheeler, again, Wheeler got in trouble early. He was getting squeezed. I was watching the beginning of that game. And, um, you know, some, some tough calls there for him. So the, the first inning kind of undid him just enough. To, to kind of ruin the start there, unfortunately. But Ronald Acuna with his 34th home run. The guy's absolutely been incredible there. Uh, so Mitch Garver with his 22nd home run. That guy continues to rake. He continues to just be awesome. Flaherty, another great outing for Flaherty against the Royals. Another one we were all over yesterday. So Flaherty and Bumgarner were our two favorite pitchers on the slate. Both came away with Ws. Both were really cost-effective yesterday. So if you listened and you had those guys, we did okay. Let me tell you. Clarity something. And I'm has, mad because uh, Peralta hit a home run yesterday, uh, yeah, and he was my call the day before, and he came out of the lineup. So uh, yeah. I'm a little mad about that. A, a quick, quick turnaround uh, with Arizona with John Gray getting uh, scratched. Arizona's running their team total went from like five two to like honestly six nine within a matter of a half an hour when I saw that happen. Uh, but yeah, for Jack Flaherty, zero point seven nine ERA over his last forty five innings. He is rolling. Yeah. And as we and said yesterday, he's been against good teams. Yeah, no, it hasn't caught up. It's been and it's been against good teams. Like yesterday was the Royals, whatever, but before that was he had a, he had an outing against the Astros we talked about. So yeah, he looks good. He looks real solid. Yeah, it's uh like I said, you know, yesterday the Clevenger thing was a 50-50. I took a shot on the Clevenger side. So far, you know, wasn't a good look. Matthew Boyd I was excited about, but not as excited about as 
Bumgarner and Flaherty and Bumgarner and Flaherty were the two guys yesterday that I think were the best ROIs on the pitching slate. That's for damn sure. Did so you see that the was parlay I said, did you see that parlay? I, I, I did see the parlay. So, so I just want to continue to tell people out there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the Jays are getting no respect yesterday. They were none. plus 125. The Pirates are plus 160. And we talked about, you know, the Angels struggling for weeks now and, and the overs there. And then just hammering those teams like the Yankees by two, the Dodgers by two. You're just not going to get any value, guy. I know a lot of people are – I've had some questions lately about betting, and and that's the question I've had. Like, well, I just want to pick Houston, the Dodgers, and the Astros. I put, for example, 10 bucks on it, and I win eight. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get any right. value that way. You're going to have to just take some shots and pick these teams by two, three, four runs. You can do that. You just there, there are ways to get involved um, by you know adjusting lines, and I would I would suggest that when you're seeing these heavy teams beat up on these brutal teams like the Orioles and and the Marlins. All right, so that was yesterday. Today's a new day. <clears throat> yes, it is. So let's get after it and let's start. It's a big afternoon slate today, obviously. Uh, so a lot going on here, uh, which is funny because usually you see a lot of the afternoon games on the Thursdays, not so much on the Wednesdays always, but you've got the uh, those Blue Jays you were talking about at home against Colby Allard. So Sean Reed Foley there. Uh, you got Dylan Bundy and Jay Happ in New York. You've got Gio Gonzalez, Kyle Gibson, Shane Bieber, Brian Johnson, Wade Miley, Ross Detweiler, uh, Robbie Ray, Kyle Freeland. Oh, man, Kyle Freeland in the Jeez. daytime oh, in that ballpark. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, you also got Cal <laughs> Quantrill on the hill against Jalen Beeks starting that one. Homer Bailey against Tyler Beattie. And last but not least, on this giant day slate on a Wednesday, Steven Strasburg and, and Trevor Bauer. So here we go. If it's cash, <clears throat> to me, I'm looking at Steven Strasburg at 10-5 against the Reds. I think that's very, very doable over on the FanDuel side as a standalone pitcher. I also support the Shane Bieber as well. Um, Shane Bieber on the FanDuel side as a standalone pitcher today is 11-2, a bit bit more expensive than uh, Steven Strasburg. So I prefer Strasburg and to take a little bit more offense because today I think you want to try to get involved a little bit more again with Arizona, especially with Kyle Freeland on the mound. So that's that's where I'm looking at cash. How do you look at the cash? Let's just take it one step at a time. Standalone cash on FanDuel pitcher, where are you going today? Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. I agree with you there with with Steven Strasberg. I think that's the the nicest matchup on the board. He does have to go against Trevor Bauer, but Strasberg's been pretty consistent all year. Uh, and just even looking at the game log, there's only been like one or two rough outings from him and you know one of them came against the Braves so we know how good they are so yeah you're just looking at this slate if you want to spend down on pitching and I know it it gets ugly and I know this guy hasn't been good it's it's kind of the same thing with Herman what we talked about is Jay Happ and I and I know guys he hasn't been good the strikeouts haven't been there but just the fact that he's 7-1 on DraftKings the chance likelihood of a win i mean the yankees right now are the the heaviest favorites on the board here today at least home favorites i mean we have the astros at minus 286 i do like wade miley i think he's a safe cash game play as well nine four he's he's done everything that we've asked him to do this year i mean he keeps the ball on the ground doesn't strike out a ton of guys but there is a little bit of a strikeout upside with the white Sox um having you know that's the matchup so there's a, a decent spot there it's just I guess the guy with the most upside is Shane Bieber. He's that tournament arm, but in cash, Strasburg. And I will have, honestly, I will have some shares with Miley and Hap just because I'd rather spend up on bats than spend up on. And that's fair. Robbie Ray or, yeah. What are we doing here? I I also think that, you know, with Bieber too, it's still the Red Sox. And the Red Sox are always capable of putting a hurting on any good pitcher, no matter who it is. But Bieber, Bieber's been good enough. I just want, I just want to take the little discount there. Um, Now, when it comes to standalone, 
tournament arms today. Uh, I think you could probably get away with Wade Miley and probably still do enough. I want to throw out a guy, too, who is coming off a really good start, perhaps one of his best starts of the year, which is Cal Quantrill. Now, he's at home against the Rays. Last start, he had seven innings, 5K. Looked very sharp in that one. This is a guy that's got some talent. His problem is getting out of the sixth inning. He's been into the sixth inning a bunch. And look, it, it's I, I again, I'm never afraid of that Tampa lineup. It's just not a lineup that scares me. Do you have any love today for Cal Quantrill at seven six over on the FanDuel side? And then we'll talk about him on DK as well. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but there are some swing and misses in that lineup. We don't know if Tommy Pham's going to be back in that lineup. And I don't love the bottom of it, right? With with Sogard and Zunino, there's there's a few strikeouts in there. And he keeps the ball on the ground, Quantrill, for the most part. So uh, not, not a bad call. like the price. understand it for sure. And, you know, at home, he's been really good. A 2.93 ERA at home. And he's limited righties to a 181 average. So that's pretty solid right there. I mean, the right. And the secondary matchup. arm on DK at 7.3. Yep. Certainly a good price. And I'll tell you what, too. You know, with Homer Bailey on the slate today. I was going to say that, too. Yeah, I think I think if you're looking to save some on bats, you probably would pivot and and take a look over at the Giants because I yeah. think that and this is funny because these are prices you don't usually see on DK, but Scooter is at three K, Buster Posey's at three two, Yastrzemski's at four two, so you got to pay a little bit more for him. But the meat of that order against Bailey today, and even if you want to throw Brandon Belt at the top, another lefty in there. Those guys, I think, today will help offset either the Strasburg or Bieber or offset the Colorado Bats. I think you need something desperately on DraftKings to offset that because when you look at, you know, uh, well, I'll just say Eduardo Escobar is at 5'5". Five, five. You've got uh, Marte at 5'4". You've got all the Rocky guys, obviously, that you want in that five range, too. And not to mention all the Astros against the White Sox. There's a lot of expensive stuff over on DK. I think you need to have something like that giant stack in there in order to make it work. Yeah, or the other way with Oakland too. I mean, they're pretty cheap as well. So I, I, I think, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. In order to get involved with the Astros and the Diamondbacks, which you're going to want to, or even the Yankees again against Dylan Bundy, an extreme fly ball pitcher, and the Yankees have just beat up on Baltimore all year, you're going to have to spend down on a J-Hap, a Quantrill, uh, and go that way, or or even a Wade Miley, um, even though he's still pretty expensive. But Line Star, I mean, he's their second highest projected pitcher on the board. Um, after Shane Bieber. So, yeah, you're going to have to go that way. I like it. Bailey, and you're just looking at some of his splits, I mean, righties have a 48% hard hit rate against some Lefties have a 49. So it's you can attack him either way. He's a fly ball pitcher. I know San Fran is not the best park, but at least this game is in the daytime right now. Um, that's that's better envi- that's a better environment. So Belt, 3-4, like you said. Scooter Jeanette, 3. I really like Evan Longoria. He's probably my favorite one of the bunch at 3-8. Um, so... Yeah, and on the other side, we've been talking about certain guys like Hanna, Olsen, Chapman. There's a bit of a discount with them. Piscotti, since he's been back in the lineup, I think he's got two homers in two games. He's mm-hmm. just 3-5, so it's, that's not a bad price there. Yeah, there's a lot of the – it's funny because we never say this, but there's actually a lot of value today on the DK side, which doesn't usually show up. So take advantage of it. And, again, this is why it's daily fantasy because every day you got to break it down and figure out which way you're going with stuff. A couple things from one-offs here. Uh, first thing is I want to stick with Fran Mil Reyes, another guy on DK who's super cheap. He's just 3-7 right now. I want to stick with him against Brian Johnson, the lefty here. So that's another good matchup. The guy's red hot. Fran Mil is one of these guys that gets hot and stays hot for a little while. Another yes. good matchup. I also want to remind everybody, I think today's the day to fade the Twins. I understand it's in Milwaukee, but you got to realize no Nelson Cruz because of the NL ballpark and no Mitch Garver either probably today catching the, the night game and the day game. So 
probably both those guys out of this lineup. I like that lineup a lot less when those two guys are out of it. It's hard enough to take one out, but to take two is asking a lot. And two guys, who crush, two guys who yeah. crush these two. So, yeah, that's a huge win for Gio Gonzalez. Absolutely. Huge win. And he hasn't even taken the mound yet. So, it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah. not that yeah. I want to go start in Gio Gonzalez, mind you. No, no, but good call. You know, but, but I just want to point of. that out that, you know, you see it and you start to go, oh, let's, let's get in the, the twins. Yeah, it's it, not really yeah. the twins, though. And we cut, we touched on uh, Gerchik just off the top. Oh, he's three one on Fandle now. Three one. Wow. He was oh, two ooh. seven yesterday. I know two seven, good. and he just has a history. And this isn't great fantasy advice, but trust me on this, guys. He has a history of heating up this time of the year. And in Toronto, with the roof open, it's another gorgeous day here in the city. Uh, it's another good matchup for him. So he's that's got a brainer too against back. a lefty like Allard too. Why not? Oh, yeah, hundred I mean, yeah. percent. So yeah. that's the day slate for you. Again, you know, we don't need to tell you that Nolan Arenado is good at baseball. You know, we don't need to tell you certain things like that. We don't need to tell you about George Springer being good at baseball. You know these things. Yeah. The point is, these are the things you have to know to be successful on the slate today and to approach it properly. So let's move on to the evening. Cole Hamels against Aaron Nola. I'd like to see Aaron Nola have a little bounce back. It was not the best week for him last week. Got a tough matchup, though, against the Cubs. Price-wise, he's 10-1 over on FanDuel. Over on the DK side, uh, he's 10-2, so basically the same price. I think he's capable of bouncing back. I'm just going to throw that one as a one-off. And I think the ownership will be low on Nola because of that last start a little bit. And I think people get a little scared because the beginning of the year wasn't good. Then he had a great run. And then, oh, my God, is it going backwards again? I think everybody just takes a breath and Nola bounces back today. Are you as confident as I am in Nola? Yeah, I am. I think he's uh, – the Cubs disappointed me yesterday. So <laughs> maybe I'm just – maybe there's a little bit of recency bias there. I thought they'd have a better day, you know, against Vargas, the lefty. But – Give some credit no to one Vargas. can hit Jason Vargas. Give He's some credit to him. Yeah, I mean, of the universe. Castellanos, we talked about him against the lefty. He went yard, so he that that kind of made up for a lot. But Aaron Nola has the the higher ceiling of these two, uh, you know, between him and Cole Hamill. So I have no problem with him in a tar- on a tournament standpoint. I won't roll him out there in cash, but uh, I think Kershaw is your cash game guy. But again, you're going to have to try to find some value so you can get yourself a decent balance there if you're going to play cash with Kershaw but yeah Aaron Nola should be fine um I have absolutely no problems and the Cubs it's it's when they face a lefty that I don't want to get involved because like guys like Brian Castellanos and Baez but um I can definitely get behind Nola today for sure at that price I agree with you I think people will will shy away I I think that there'll be a higher ownership on, on Cole Hamels than Aaron Nola but Aaron Nola in my opinion has the higher ceiling all right, let's uh, continue on here to the next one, which is Marco Gonzalez against Edwin Jackson. So, you know, it's not often I say this, but let's fire up those Mariners because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Edwin Jackson, for God's sakes. I mean, why the hell wouldn't we? And uh, look, if, if Kyle Seager is going to be red hot and seeing the ball well, yeah, Edwin Jackson certainly is not going to slow that train down. So maybe it's time to look at Kyle Seager at 3-4, maybe a little Vogelback, but especially, especially, Domingo Santana at 3-3 on FanDuel tonight. I think that is a great price for him. I think you take that price to the bank. Uh, on the DK side, Domingo's 4-4, so there's your, there's your answer about the algorithm there. The algorithm's a little bit better, I always think, in terms of accuracy, in terms of price on DK. And if it's 4-4, if he's the highest guy in that lineup, yet on FanDuel, he's one of the mid to lowest guys in that lineup, it's telling you something. It's telling you it's a good buy. Uh, anything else in this Mariners lineup that intrigues you? Well, that's how you get involved with Kershaw right there with with the Mariners. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, it's, 
basically the only righty that they have is Santana. So uh, dial them up because righties have a 400 average and 859 slugging and a 527 Woba against Edwin Jackson. And the, the hard hit right is up at 48%. So he's in a really good spot. Yeah, these Mariners are in a good spot too. That's exactly how you get involved. I'm in on, I'm in on Seattle and I think people will just overlook them. But I, I honestly think that would be a mistake. Them and the Pirates, I think you just can those are those are the cheap stacks that you can get involved with will allow you to go Kershaw or Aaron Nola, or if you want to get real contrarian with Cole Hamels, but that's the way to go. Now, everything we said about Kershaw yesterday is true today. I think if Absolutely. you're talking about who's the safest guy on the board, 100%. and it's funny because he's actually cheaper on DraftKings. So somebody at DraftKings was out late last night and got a little bit you know wonky. They lowered it. Maybe, maybe they're not getting as much action. It's possible because I'm telling you, like the action over on FanDuel has just been a lot it's been a lot easier to get. I've been the telling everybody. Joe, I know you may say it's April first. Play Fandle, play Fandle. Like- but today is a day where I think DK is is very much in play. And look, Kershaw against Elysia Hernandez, it's going to be a W. If it's not, then you know that's when you just take your lump on. But other than that, there's there's no way you don't like this in a cash game. I still prefer Aaron Nola. I think you save that, you know, almost two thousand dollar difference, and you try to get some more offense, but you can do Kershaw today. You can get him in lineups, uh, especially on the FanDuel side when you're talking about the, some of the guys on the Mariners we're talking about or some of the other guys we're going to get to later on this slate. So there's opportunity there. It's just really hard at 12K on FanDuel as the standalone. It's it's tough. It's, yeah. it's You're going to have to find a lot of discounts, and I don't know if it's worth it at the end of the day. And if you're playing cash, you want to have uh... – the most balance that you can have. You don't want to roll out Kershaw there and then offset it with, you know, just scrub bats that you're just hoping could maybe get a hit. That's not, that's not how you should go with cash. You should, you should try to find a bunch of guys with some safe floor and, and you'll, know, you're probably not going to be able to do that. Honestly, with Kershaw and Fandle at that price. It's no, I, it's Nola, really Nola is the best way to go about cash tonight. Yeah. There will be a lot of people that try the Kershaw thing. And it's just kind of throwing darts then with bats. It, with Nola, at least you have a little bit more control. Yes. I think that's the difference. Now, this next matchup is very difficult for me because I am not a Keiko guy. Keiko has not been good. I kept, you know, all these people who waited in season long for Keiko to come back and save their rotation. All I kept looking at was, did you not remember last year when everybody wanted to drop him? Like, what, what's happening? There's a reason why nobody signed him and gave him a lot of money is because he wasn't very good. Right. Ugh, I know we won a Cy Young a couple years ago, but come on, man. Yeah, this is a Didn't Pat Listach win Rookie of the Year once, too? Like, it doesn't – just because you win an award doesn't make you an all-time great player. Right. That's no. right. I just threw out Pat Listach on this. You program. did. Yeah, you did. did. He, he was... won a Rookie of the Year, didn't he? I think he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. I have to Google that. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time ago. There you go. <laughs> That's name why I you did not to think show. I would hear. I mean, yeah, Dallas well, Keuchel. And he, there's a reason, you know why? Because it turns out he wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Dallas Keuchel, I mean, yeah, he checks in with an 82% contact, right? He doesn't strike anybody out. He's he's walking guys so far to start the year, three per nine. That's that's a career high for him, at least the highest we've seen since 2012, which was his first year of the bigs. And he only struck out four per nine that year. The only thing that I like about Keuchel is that he keeps the ball on the ground 58% of the time. That's it. And it's not even something to get excited about in fantasy. Like, it just really isn't. Sometimes I don't stack against him because of that, and it gets me into a trap because I know the Mets are going to make contact against him. 85% of the time, he throws the ball, basically. It's like guys are squaring it up. So, I, I don't know. McNeil's out of that lineup? How do you feel well, about that? I don't like the, him out was, of the lineup. Top this the order. was the other problem, too, is I want to be you at Mats, but McNeil's out of this order now, too. And that's another guy where I'm annoyed that oh it's like another piece and that's a big piece like he it's is a huge piece he is it's one of those main piece, I yeah i think so too I, I mean it's not that 
Alonzo's not the best hitter on the team, but McNeil is the one that kind of moves that lineup forward and and keeps everything rolling. Uh, and yeah, I was right. 1992, Pat Listash. 92. Very 92. nice. I had to look. Look at that. Boy, am I a fountain of useless information. Wow. <laughs> Not to get it. sidetracked there, but uh, you know, <laughs> amazing. I wonder who is second. <laughs> but anyway, like I, I struggle with this, and I feel like as a tournament play, if you think that because now Rosario goes to the very top of this order, and I am I'm everyone knows I'm not a Rosario fan. He doesn't hit good pitching, so I guess he can hit Dallas Geichel. I think it. I think you're kind of desperate for a good tournament play tonight, so. Are you trying Am to I talk against the wall? No, I'm trying to talk myself into oh. Matt's. Ah, uh, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Listen, Matt. He's on the e- road, but I can't. ERA do it. on can't. the road is almost seven on the road. I hate it. I hate it, but I, you know what? Then I guess Keiko is the comes the tournament guy because I think the tournament guy comes out of this game. Yeah, I, th- I really think do. you're right. Yeah, I think you're right because both are cheap, and yeah, I, I, you know what? It honestly, it may be Keiko because yeah, he's not going to strike a lot of guys out, but honestly, you take. McNeil out of that lineup and that's huge that's that's a huge plus for Dallas Keuchel and the Braves they just hit lefties really well and you take Matt's away from you know New York where he has a 2.14 ERA on the road 6.79 and just look at some of these Braves I mean Ozzy Albies 407 against lefties nine homers 25 no, runs and Acuna's been and just it's just all of them good. Acuna right. has been so here you Freeman go has been this is great. what we're gonna do here we go tournaments tonight GPPs it's Keuchel and you take the Braves and you load up. You go Acuna, like you said. You go Albies, probably Donaldson at three five. Adam Duvall at two eight is a beautiful lineup builder tonight. So oh, the price I think on DraftKings for those three are, are ridiculous. And what the, all, what the, the Acuna, Albies, and Freeman? Like, yeah, five seven, five two, and uh, Freeman's five six. So go over and look on Fanduel. Albies is three seven. I mean, what's going on there? I don't. Yeah, understand you take it. you take it to the bank. And Duvall yeah. at two eight, another guy who's been just yes. raking since he got yeah, up there. So lefties, lefties as well. So. <sighs> yeah. So look, it's the Braves. It's Keuchel. Ugh, I hate myself, but who cares? Yeah, it is what it is. See, see, I told yeah. you the Mets would make me care, and then they would annoy me. <laughs> I know I could sense yeah, it in you. your, I could sense it in your you. voice. Yeah, well, because, uh, there's and, another and guy Matthew too in the late slate that we could get involved with. Is there the, is, and we're gonna get to him in a second. Yeah. He's probably, but again, it's those Royals are chippy sometimes. And yeah. going into the American League ballpark, well, let's just just jump to it. So it's Dakota Hudson, yeah. who's our boy at yeah. six six. I do love it. It's six, six. I mean, that's a terrific value. If you are just hating life and you want to go, I'll tell you what, on a, a tournament play tonight over on DK, you know what you have to do in order to get the bats that you want in Atlanta. You got to go Hudson and Keuchel. Yeah, you do You go Hudson and Keuchel together, which is going to cost you about 12 grand together. And yeah. then you've got plenty of wiggle room to get all those Braves at the five K range. The you get a chance to get all those Dodgers in the five K range. And then life is pretty good. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, life is pretty good. It ain't going to be pretty, but I think that's the way to go. And we're we're kind of onto something here with Keuchel and Hudson as they're not big strikeout guys, but you fade the top of the board. You fade that matchup with Nola and Hamels. Who knows what happens there? I mean, we just saw Clevenger and Price give up a ton of runs. Kershaw's a little bit too expensive. But we're we're talking about guys who both actually come into their starts with 58% ground ball rates. It's pretty that's pretty important in an era right now where balls are flying out of ballpark. So if these guys can just do enough to limit the damage, their offenses are going to give them some run support with Brad Keller and Stephen Matz on the hill. And, you know, hopefully those Dodger bats continue to smash like yesterday, 15 runs. And then you could even maybe get some exposure to Seattle and, and Atlanta. You can go that way. 
I, I kind of like him. Yeah. Talk myself into All right. it as well. And, and I did one... not think looking at this slate that I would be liking Keiko and Hudson, to be honest. No. Well, the, you know, the reason why I like Keiko more than Hudson is because I look at you got Hudson on the road in American League ballpark with the DH. There's a lot, there's more variables. Whereas when he's just at home, yes. that's a no brainer. So there's like that little bit of pause. But look, tonight there's just not a lot to choose from. So it's and on DK, especially because they've priced those guys down so much and because the bats are so high that you want that are worth anything tonight in the night slate. I think you have to, there's a lot more flexibility in the day for bats, but in the evening, pff, no, it ain't there. So I think you, I think you just cheap out on pitching altogether and GPPs and you go fly with it and, and try to get it right. And last but not least is Chris Archer on the mound against Dylan Peters. And uh, look, Archer's another guy just stinks. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, Cole does, Calhoun yeah. at three K. Uh, that's another nice lineup builder opt in at three one, you know, that's kind of all or nothing with those guys. So you have to keep that in mind. It's more of a tournament play than a, you know, than an actual uh, cash game play for me. But what do you think about these guys here tonight? Yeah, it's and Bell's heating up again, too. He's on three nine on FanDuel. Yeah. um, Yeah. Bell is heating up Uh, another big day from him yesterday as well. So, I I mean, I like the over. I think there'll be some run scored here. You're right. It is a tournament play only. Um, Archer's been slightly better lately, but he carries an ERA that's almost seven on the road. He's been getting hit hard all year. Uh, 25 homers he's allowed. So, yeah, you nailed it. Cole, Cole Calhoun, I like three. Otani, couple hits yesterday, three five, Upton three one. Those those are the guys that I like that are fairly cheap. And on the other side, Brian Reynolds makes contact no matter what, lefty or righty, and then Josh Bell. Those, those that's that's kind of where I'd go. But it'd only be a late slate. I think you know you if you're playing the entire day slate, you're just kind of fading those guys. All right. So before we move on to the wagering, uh, fun fact: Who finished second rookie of the year to Pat Listash in the American oh. League that year? This is a fun one. I'll give you a hint. He had a lot of great catches in center field. Oh, man. It wasn't Kenny and Lofton. It was. It was Kenny Lofton. Wow. And yeah. you know what? I never would have got that until you said great catches in center field and just remember playing video games in the early 90s. Yeah, Kenny Lofton. Loving Kenny Lofton like with the speed. And just, he did absolutely everything in the, in the there game. There you go. Yeah. You wow. take that hardware and stick it. Kenny Lofton. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> So. What, like, was it even close, the voting? Like, yeah, it was close. It was close. But Pat Listash, that was the guy to build the team around. <laughs> Pat Listash. I mean, I, I haven't heard that name in a long time. At least I've heard Kenny Lofton like two years ago. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, Kenny Lofton had a great yeah. career. I mean, Kenny Lofton has a borderline Hall of Fame career, in Absolutely. my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, no, you know, But God sure. forbid defense matters. You know, God forbid, oh, like, yeah. if you don't hit 500 home runs, you're not a Hall of Famer. It's... I you never know, would have gotten that unless you said that. the hell out of me. In center field. You know, yeah. Keith Hernandez is the greatest defensive first baseman ever lived. Yet he's not in the Hall of Fame. Why? Because he wasn't a home run hitter. So what? You get yeah. 301 MVP and has a couple World Series rings last time I checked. But that's a that's a story for a different time. That's anyway, silly. let's get to the wagering tonight since you're on fire with that winning parlays everywhere. Parlay everybody into a good night tonight. <laughs> let's uh, yeah, hopefully we can do it. Let's just ride the Jays. I mean, they're one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. Again, I said yesterday, just get get to their team implied total. Hammer that at least. I like the Jays at home. I like the over. I think there'll be some runs scored in that game. Yankees by two, guys. There's a theme. Yankees by two and the over. It's it's hit the first three games of this series. Continue to do it. Uh, I'm going to stay away from Cleveland, Boston. I, I tend to stay away from those, like when teams are just, you know, 
they're, they're too good. They're too similar. I just don't want any part of that. And I'll do the same thing actually with Minnesota and Milwaukee. Uh, Astros by a couple runs. Arizona by a couple runs. That team implied totals at 12 and a half. I think we'll hit the over there for sure. You know, the, the Colorado Rockies, they haven't been the same team, but they can they can hit lefty, so they can get to Robbie Ray. Uh, I like Oakland on the road today. Uh, road dogs against Beattie, Homer Bailey on the hill. Uh, Cincinnati and Washington. I like Washington at home. I like the under in the Phillies and the Cubs games. That, that's at nine. I think we can get to that. The Dodgers by two, pretty safe. The over in Detroit and Seattle with Edwin Jackson on the hill. The over in L.A. with Archer and Dylan Peters. I do like the under as much as I like the Braves to get to Mats. I, I think the under will hit. That's 10 right now between Atlanta and New York. And to finish it off, let's go with the St. Louis Cardinals over KC. Let's pick them by two runs. That's how confident I am in it. All right, it's time to call our shot now, and uh, I'm a little frustrated this week because the guy I wanted on Monday sat out, and then he hit a home run on Tuesday, and that was David Peralta. And uh, I'm a little annoyed, so just just want to put that out there. Uh, but I want to get back on track, and I'm going to go with a guy who's red hot, and I'm going to go against the Mets just so it makes me happy and I can smile today huh. and kind of troll my you own team a little bit. You are going to be ticked next time I am, when the I am Mets a win and this guy doesn't hit a home run. I am a self-loathing, miserable, miserable Mets fan. And what I want to do is I want to make myself feel better as I watch them lose this game. And that's going to be Ronald Acuna, who's going to make me happy tonight, going yard and Steven Matz. And uh, I'm not saying it's going to be in the first inning, but uh, if it is, I wouldn't be mad at you, Ronald. So just go get it done. Just just go make it happen. So Ronald Acuna, calling the shot, put it in the books. Who you got tonight, Meanie? So yesterday didn't work out for us in the back-to-back. So should we just try our luck one more time? Let's do it. Let's try our luck one more time. Maybe we can get that. Maybe we can get that back-to-back. I don't don't want to get you too ticked off tonight watching the Mets. And all of a sudden, Acuna goes deep. Let's not get gimmicky here, Meanie. Come on now. Is that what you really – you want to try this twice in a row? I like Ozzy Albies a lot. I like him a All lot right, today. I, okay, right. I'll shy I hope away one from of us is right. Let me shy away from Ozzy. I'll go. I'll no, go no, no, from... no. I just think it's that lot. You know, we're picking the two guys back to back two nights in a row. That's kind of tough. Like well, <laughs> yesterday, haha, it was a gimmick. We we never. By the way, we never coordinate. It's just this. so happy. Yeah, something... it just so happens to happen again. You know, what I, I mean? write like... my guy. Chris writes his guy. We come yeah. to the show. That's what we do. So, I know. There's a couple guys that like magic. more in the day game, but I think we'll stick to the seven o'clock home run calls. Well, we um, have to because. Yeah. Because, you know, when Dan tweets it out, you know, it's it's it doesn't tweet out to the evening. So, right. You know, we want to yeah. we want to stick to the evening calls. We want to work off Dan's schedule. Yeah, Dan's for been sure. Very good to us. OK, let me <laughs> let me go away from that game. Let me go away from Ozzy Albies and I'll go with you uh, can do it. I'm just no. saying like we're no, asking no, no, no. a lot. <laughs> we are asking a lot. You watch. Uh, I'm going to ruin this for us. Watch. Albies is going to hit it and you're going to be so mad at me. That's and all right. You're not going to want to talk no, to me on Friday. No, I'm not going to be mad. Just make sure people playing Fanduel have, you know, have some exposure to that cheap price tag. Right. It doesn't matter. The home run call doesn't matter. Just play Ozzy Albies at three seven. Cole right. Calhoun is my guy. Let's go all over right. to L.A. We'll go Cole Calhoun, the lefty against Chris Archer. Uh, we'll go that way. That way we have a couple a couple different shares of games, but we'll have a good laugh when Acuna and Albies go yard anyways. If they do, you know, it still counts if they do. That's the yeah. one and a half. All right, so there's your secondary one is Cole Calhoun. <laughs> just just to be a little different, just to go off the game. All right, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at JoePizzaPia17, at Chris Meany, and of course at Line Star app. And make sure you're getting that Line Star app and downloading it using for all your lineup needs. Make sure you are using the tools, the optimizer, everything there. It's the way to go. You listen to the show. You use the app. Life is good. And we got NFL again. Pre-snap show uh, just came out. I just retweeted again yesterday. So uh, go check that out as well. That'll do it for me and Chris. There's nothing left to do except step out of the on-deck circle 
and into the batter's box and go yard. See you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meney.